This is the Funky Divas Podcast. What up, what I'm Cindy. up? I'm Terry. I'm Rona. And, and we're, we're in Vogue. And this is the Funky Divas Podcast. That's Show right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Funky Divas Podcast. And we are so excited to welcome you to episode five. Today, we have our very special guests that we love and honor and cherish. And they're joining us today. And this topic is girl groups in the industry. We want to welcome the fabulous SWV. We've got her and Coco. Hey. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. First of all, um, Lily's not with us because it's her birthday. It's her birthday. But we certainly thank you, Taj and Coco, for joining us. So here we are in COVID times, right? And um, our topic today is girl groups in the industry, which y'all have a great uh, history, long history, some great, great, great hits, y'all. So we thank you for your your, uh, fabulous music. But we want to ask you, when you first heard your song on the radio, you know, what was your excitement? How did that go for each of you? So much fun just hearing yourself on the radio you thinking oh we are famous like the first time you heard it we famous oh my god we all, we all screaming it was so much fun it's just like the icing on the cake after you worked in the studio for years hours whatever and then you hear it on the radio like see what i did <laughs> coco you are looking so beautiful oh thank you well, so are so you see you same here. So, um, tell us, what was it like for you that first time you heard your yourself on the radio? Oh, it was very exciting. You know, like she said, after working in the studio for so long, um, to finally hearing on the radio, it's like, oh, we've made it. We've already been kind of chatting it up before we even got on the podcast, uh, talking about the current climate of things, Black Lives Matter, yes. Um, yes. reading books that um, help us to all understand systemic racism in the country. And so... Um, I guess, how are you all feeling about that movement? Um, you know, as the mother of uh, Black sons, it's been very hard and, you know, just really worried about, you know, my kids. So I'm standing firm in this movement and trying to make my voice heard because, you know, we as a people need to stand together for something, you know. And yeah. as far as the, um, the industry, I don't know. This thing is crazy. <laughs> I don't know what is going on. Uh, you know, it's like you, you really don't know what to expect. We, we don't know when we'll be able to get back on stage and perform and just get out again. So it's just like uh, it's like a waiting. We're just a, a waiting game. What about you, Tosh? How do you feel about, you know, the movement and, uh, you know, the shifts that have been taking place right now. Black Lives Matter with me having kids too. Well, my whole house is male. I'm concerned because watching that one video of that that cop's knee on that man, that, it, I, I had nightmares. I literally had nightmares because you're hearing and looking at him plead for his life and you can mm. see the life just draining out of him. Yeah. It yes. was eye-opening. So what I say to these cops is, you're upset because I have a ton of cop friends and family, and they're upset that the people are upset because they're being uh, excessively abusive. And these people are crying out 
we are crying out for change. Based on everything that's going on, how are you guys um, keeping yourself sane <laughs> throughout all of this, through this quarantine? I have a comfort uh, cold food and I have gained <laughs> two pounds. What did you say, two pounds? I have gained two. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you ladies are working out during, obviously, like, Duh, but you guys are working out during the, the this quarantine time at home, right? Can't go to the gym. Yeah. You know what? You know what's stupid? It's like I'll work out, I'll lose the weight, and then turn around and gain the weight I just lost. <laughs> so now I'm back working out, trying to lose the weight again. It's what are you so doing? stupid. What do you do, Coco, for your workout? I have my trainer sends me stuff because okay. I'm definitely not going to his gym. <laughs> Right. <laughs> he's open and he has so many people in there i don't get it but i'm not stepping foot in here so you you do you have workout weights bands, I, you. Like gym at home? I have weights but he, he does mostly like body weight okay and okay. i have a lot of it so i'm good <laughs> yes <laughs> so what else are you guys doing I've been that the first two months I slept and cleaned like every day. So now I was yeah. nothing else to clean. <laughs> There's nothing else to do around the house. My son's done with school until whenever. So right. yeah, it, I've been pretty bored. I've been going out of my mind, like, literally going out. I don't wash clothes that much because you can only wash three pair of pajamas, but so much. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were thinking about how. You know, since we're on the line with another girl group, what about how women get along in the industry? We touched on it with Frank a little bit in one of the podcasts, but maybe we can expand on that. Like, uh, what do you think about how women get along with women in the industry as opposed to men? Like, a lot, they think that men do better than women, but I've noticed we something women different. Sometimes. They're just as petty as we are. <laughs> yeah, That's what I heard. They can be very petty. Yeah, and especially when it comes to a girl involved, like they lose all wits, every last bit of it. And, uh, mm-hmm. I just noticed that they break up just as much as women. I don't know why we why women got such a bad rap. I mean, there are a lot of male groups that haven't been able to, I don't know. Keep it's it. because, I think it's because we speak on it. You know, a lot of times when you ask them, they're like, oh, we're taking a break. Yeah. You know, they don't really tell the whole truth, but we just speak on it. It is what it is, and that's right. It. So I think that's why we get, you know, people get on us more than they do the guys. Because the, the guys stay fronting. All, all the boy got, the guy groups are gone. Everybody broke up. They're just as bad. Yeah. Except for, except for there's still boys to men, right? But it's not. You, what? They had their breakup, like what? Early, like about eight or nine years ago when Mike left. Mike left and they severed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. We know since the 90s, when we all came out, there's been so many transitions in the industry. How have you guys um, managed to stay together? We don't have a choice. If you're going to get more to do it, you don't have to adjust. You can keep who you are, but you got to be able to flow and meet the, the, I guess, the so much of the demand that's there and the differences that's there. Right. You don't belong. You don't fit, and you'll just get kicked out. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. I look at it as like a job. You go to work, you do your job, and then you go home. You know, you want to get get some coins. You got to do what you got to do. Back in the day, I know when we first recorded, it was on uh, the reel to reel tape. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you remember that? And then the last time we recorded our album, we we didn't even go to the studio. We went to Den- Denzel's house, and he had his 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 desktop computer, uh, with all his software, yeah. and he just set up a mic and just put like padding around it, and we just set, recorded the whole album there, like studios, no more studios, no. right? Um, it's so it's so different, and now you you can just go in there and sing any kind of different. way, and they'll be like, "Go ahead, I'll fix it." I don't that's like right. That. <laughs> that's I don't right. like it. I'm used to seeing a thing one word over ten times. Like, you know, <laughs> let me let let me go ahead. I'll feel better if I can fix this. And, and I feel bad because I feel like, well, let me, yeah, let me keep trying it because then you, you feel like you're getting lazy. Like, yeah, right. I just exactly. be okay with that, <laughs> right? And I, I don't like I don't I hate when someone says I'll fix it I'll you know with the auto tune no I can fix it myself <laughs> right. I, I got this exactly. <laughs> I'm like oh, no, I'm, not, I'm having a low self esteem right now right. let me just go <laughs> for real there there are a lot of artists um, are able to uh, is it is is it called yellow boxing Rona and Terry Something. yeah. I think so. There's a, there's a couple of different ones now, but the one that we know of is called Yellow Boxing. Somehow uh, you can record all your vocals live, like you're going to, like when you sing and somehow, and um, somehow you can, you can, um, you can sing where you want to sing and somehow where, where you're not singing, the thing that you recorded will drop in, but you're, the person working your board has to know how to do all that stuff. But, but anyway, all that to say, you know, like if you're a solo artist or you're doing 200 concerts a year, you're for like in real life, your voice gets tired and, and it, it'll show in your yeah. show. Like if you wear your blow your voice out, you know, a few days ago and then you get, you only like have one day off and then you got to go back out and sing. You got to adjust your vocals to accommodate your loss. Really. Right. And yeah. you know, we do it and we make it work. Um, but I, but if, if, you know, if we had like 200, 250, 300 shows a year, I see why artists, you yeah. know, adopt that and use it because you're only human. And, you know, that way you don't have to cancel shows and you can, you can make it what work. Do, what do you guys do, um, Coco and Taj, when you're vocally exhausted? What do you guys do? Uh, I just you- heard on my vocal cords a couple months ago. I was, I was out, but. After I had the surgery, I was fine. I had a pump. Oh, you had surgery? Yeah, that had grown. It, I tried to take care of it holistically, but some things you just need a doctor to just cut out and start from scratch. So I was trying yeah. to do the all kinds of vocal therapies, all that stuff, and it, nothing was working. It would it would uh, sound better one day and just be completely out the next. At one point, it just left. I, I literally woke up last year, July 8th, and couldn't talk. So I wow. Had- but now it's better. Well, now- so let me ask you this, since you had to, I mean, like, what is it? So having that surgery and singing now, what is it? Does it feel different or? So much better. I don't feel um, sore the next day. Like after every show, I'm drinking everything, trying to get that knot out my throat. It was hard, but, and I didn't complain. I didn't complain at all. I got up there and did whatever I could do. How long did it take for your vocal cords to recover? Like I'm not supposed to talk for three months, but my uh, doctor, I had to sit out for like 
three weeks, I couldn't do anything. But then you, you can talk for five minutes and then you can talk for 10 minutes and then wow. you can just build your way up. But I was like breaking up my minutes. If I have five minutes, I talk for 30 seconds. This right here, <laughs> I got to give you 30 seconds at five. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm so glad you came through that. Yeah, no, it was a blessing. I, I, like I said, I'm just upset that it took me so long. I'm so stubborn. I'm just like, I can fix it. I can do it. All I'm going to do is drink this thing. Okay. That's wise. Before you want to, you know, jump to something invasive like a surgery, if you can do some homeopathic things at home, yeah. that, you know, that, that's wise to give that a try first. But I guess if it doesn't work and, you know, singing is your livelihood, I guess you have to take care of that. Right, right. right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so... Ladies, it is time for us to wrap, um, I'm being told, but I want to thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Okay. Bye. 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 Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians, Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist, Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, for advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. Well, we want to thank our sisters from SWV, Coco and Taj, for joining us today. We had a lot of great stuff to talk about, a lot of stuff about the Black Lives Movement and, and uh, what's going on in the world. We talked about books and we talked about girl groups in the industry. And um, it was just great to have them, just great to see their beautiful faces. We can't wait to see them out there on the road again when the world opens back up. Right. So thanks for joining us for our episode five of Funky Divas podcast. See you, everybody. Bye, everybody. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, 
an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, for advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.